can watch me hack that out at my phone. Hack that zombie KO. Hack that MLG Pro. Hack that oh, oh. Hack that my iron sword. Hack that it's good to go. Hack that you mobs don't know. Hack that oh, oh. So What's up, gamers? Welcome to the Racial Diversity Gaming Hour, episode 31. I'm the Commissioner Glenn Gordon, your host for this and most episodes that we've ever recorded. Um, and of course, with me, I have the most racially diverse gaming crew on the internet today, beginning with our friend Ben Sterling, the original himself. How are you, Ben? Uh, pretty good, thank you. And you? I've, I've been busy. Um, I've been very busy. My last semester of college here, and I've been running around trying to get my schedule together. But the good news is, at the end of this, I will have a degree that I paid tens of thousands of dollars for that I don't have. Uh, that's going to be fun later. Um, so well, that's... you know, money spent is that you'll get back eventually, maybe. Oh, I better, I better. Uh, anyway, <laughs> what, what have you been up to? How's, how's gaming been treating you? Uh, well, uh, it's been pretty good. I've I've got to finish a review for that for the Friday, hopefully. Um, but I've just been addicted to Diablo Three, if I'm honest. Yeah. I, I've been playing this too much. I'm already Paragon level fifty-five. It's nice, it's, nice not to, it's nice to ask you that question and not hear Warframe or Final Fantasy. Well, I have been playing Warframe, so... Oh, of course but, you have. <laughs> well, they've added dogs. Dogs to Warframe. What is so this, I Call have, of Duty? I have a dog. <laughs> I, I, I called him Dylan after my old dog, did and you, he is amazing. Did you buy Call of Duty Ghost Spend? Uh, no, I wanted to for the dog, so. Oh, no, wait. wait no, yeah, I did buy ghosts. Oh, you dog. did? Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. I got it for the dog. I traded it in once. I realized the dog wasn't play- wasn't that playable. I know you could play it a bit, but I would have loved to play the whole game as the dog. Right, right. Um, let's see some pods shooting AK-47. Um, also, <laughs> also with us, we have our good friend from the KGB, Gary Bagdasarov. How are you, Gary? Oh, I've been... Busy, very busy, just like you have. But <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. What have you been? Uh, what's What's been keeping you so busy? Um, work mostly. Working crappy hours. Uh, they're getting ready for holiday seasons, and it's just been a pain. I feel you, man. I miss my job, though. I really miss my job. Like, um, there was this one at, at the end before I had to leave to come up here to Tennessee. Um, um, I was going to have the day off before I had to leave. And, um, well, they ended up calling me in because one of the other workers had a medical thing and they had to go visit a a family member or something. And so they were desperate to fill the position. And so I kind of conceded and I said, fine, I'll come in. Um, And while I was there, one of my supervisors said, yeah, you know, this kind of helps you because you get money. It's money since you're leaving. And... My initial reaction was, "Oh yeah, I get money doing this." <laughs> it's like that's kind of how I knew I'm I'm, I'm where I want to be. Like I want to work, continue working for this company. Well, that's good. Yeah, but yeah. I, but everything what, else is just like I've been trying to uh, get through Diablo three for to, to write the review, which I did finish. So look forward to that review whenever it gets posted. Absolutely. Yeah, but you know the. Everything that's happened over the weekend with, uh, you know, the the attacks on major companies kind of pushed me back a lot for the review as well. So Yeah, it did the same to me with Infamous First Light, but we'll talk about that in just a little bit. Um, 
Also, we haven't seen this guy in quite a while. Maybe we didn't recognize him. Our shapeshifter, uh, Fraser Miller, back with us once again. How are you, Fraser? Hello. I'm good. Just a bit broken at the moment. I heard. What happened? What happened? What happened to your to yourself? I have a crack rib right now, or they think I have a crack rib, and God knows what else is wrong with me. So I've had chest X-rays and all this good stuff, but I'm still alive and kicking, still causing havoc. Causing havoc. Uh, what do you mean? What else is wrong with you? Like, are you are you falling apart on us? Oh, just falling up, busted muscles, can't move very much, and getting there. Hopefully, on the mend. You need to take a break, man. <laughs> uh, I'm Delson. never stopping. Whoever much. whoever rests best wins. See, Delson, this this is why you don't absorb too many powers. Yeah, it's too oh, much. but it was fun. It's too much. <laughs> it's too much. Um. So, guys, uh, before we get started, there is something I would like to address. Last week, we had a musician um, allow us to play her song. We played it at the end. It was called Video Game Song uh, with Nightcore in parentheses. If you know Nightcore, props to you, uh, Brownie Points, um, in fact. Um, Also, I kind of got her age wrong. Her name is Jackie Rose. She's on YouTube. Definitely check out her music. She's really good. I was reading her YouTube information, and she said that she was a 17-year-old producer. And I didn't even realize this until I was editing the podcast later, but instead of 17, what came out of my mouth was 7. And uh, Jackie Rose is not a 7-year-old producer. In fact, she's no longer even a 17-year-old producer. She, she uh, When I brought this error to her attention, she let me know that she's actually 19. Um, still very young to be in this awesome business. I'm glad to see that she's there uh, because her stuff's really good. So check her out on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash user slash Jackie Rose Music. Uh, good stuff there. Um, so thank you once again, Jackie Rose, and we hope to hear more from you. We have a couple tweets from our friend Adam Duffield, uh, at Duffman1986. He tells us, actually, he, he didn't use uh, that service. I think it was called TwitLonger that the Fonz used not too long ago. <laughs> but he sent uh, a few different tweets, all adding up to one message. Uh, here's what he said. Uh, talking about, I guess, episode 30? Um, great episode again, guys, and massive thanks for reading out my tweets and answering my question. I listen to you on the, in the car on the way to and from work, as it helps me chill after a hard day. Shout out to Counting Bro Chili and all the other guys on PSU. I have never Way. Counting Bros for life. I have no idea what that means. Um, I have never been into gaming as much as I am now, and I have at G E R S underscore PSU. Not sure who that is actually. Um, at PSU.com, at the RDGH, at PS Unchained, and at Mikester Munch to thank for that. Uh, so thank you very much, Adam Duffield. Uh, we're glad you're here. We enjoy getting your tweets. And if you have something that you would like to tweet, if there's something that you would like to talk, of, uh, like us to talk about, like us to discuss, or if you have a comment about something we discuss, send a tweet to at the RDGH. We will be happy to read it and discuss it on the air on the following episode. Um, so thanks again to uh, Adam and to the Fonz, who is noticeably absent this time. I think he's just been busy. Um, so well, the- we, we have got an email from Fonz, and I covered it in Unchained, but he, he said he's been busy with work recently. Okay, he's been busy with work. Uh, uh, so- and by the way, counting bros is because we, we do the counting thread. There's a thread in the off-topic forum games where we've got to count to a certain number before mod posts. Wait, what? So- on, on PSU? 
on PSU, yeah. Okay, so for those of you who are not aware, who are new to our podcast, uh, we all work at PSU, PlayStation Universe. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that we might refer to now and then from PSU.com. Uh, check it out, by the way. If, even if you're not a PlayStation fan, we just got to redesign it. It looks awesome. Check it out, PSU.com. Um, and we always welcome new counting bros. <laughs> Don't scare them off, Ben. Um, <laughs> anyway, so... After last week, um, we put our podcast up on N4G. Uh, last week, we had been talking about... Um, what were we talking about? We were talking about Tomb Raider. Uh, we were talking about Tomb Raider and how... Um, let's see, how it had turned down, I guess, launching on PS4 or something like or, or No, it just went exclusive to Xbox One. It didn't really turn down the PS4. Um, in fact, they said quite specifically that they are still thinking about their PS, their, their PlayStation fans. Um, so I had a conversation with someone named Melman26, M-E-L-M-A-N 26 on N4G. Um, he said, uh, you know, I don't personally think they turned down 10 million fans. You know, they'll get at least 5 million of those people when they eventually do release on multiple platforms. Um, and I asked him, I said, one thing I brought up in the podcast, is whether or not PS4 gamers will still care as much about Tomb Raider then as they would now if it relaunched, as it, um, if it launched now. I can't speak today. Uh, I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, because, obviously, it, it say that um, the game is exclusive to Xbox for a good year. Uh, during that time, PlayStation gamers are going to have a, a decent amount of exposure to the game. They're going to have information about the game. The only thing is they're just not going to be able to play the game. So my question to him was, could interest uh, from PlayStation gamers, could interest in Tomb Raider uh, kind of stale by the time it finally launches on the PlayStation? Um, his reply was really interesting. and in, in fact, I asked him if I could read it on this episode. He said, we've seen things happen countless times that make us think, what the heck, why is this game selling so well? That reason is because most gamers do not live in the internet gaming world. I've been gaming since the 80s, and I didn't know about the gaming community, quote-unquote, until last year. I say all of that to say that there are more gamers off of the internet gaming community that don't care or is not as deep into this stuff as we think they are. If I only have a PlayStation and a game that I am interested comes to the PS4, why would I not enjoy it? Games that were first on Xbox like Bioshock or Mass Effect didn't keep people from purchasing the game. Um, and he does have a point. I'm... I'm Actually, most interested in the fact that he brought up the internet gaming community, because that's something we did not really even think about last episode. Um, the way the internet gaming community, as it's infamously called, um, kind of affects people's interests in the games, and, and whether or not people who are part of this community um, are more interested or less interested in games that kind of make their rounds through the IGC. What do you guys think? What kind of role does the internet have on the way people uh, look at these different games as they come out. Um, I go ahead, Ben. You can go ahead first. Well, I was going to say, I, I, to be honest, I, don't, I, I would actually say it probably has a more negative effect than it does positive because of how many how many trolls there are on the internet. You know, as much as positive news there is, there's also like twice as much negative news for every game if it's a series you like yourself. Um, so I, I don't know really how much it does. It It probably helps with the sales. I mean, look at uh, look at recent example of sales because of internet community. Um, Skate 3. Skate 3 has been a top 20 
of UK sales for I heard for the last two, uh, two or three months, it may be even longer, all because PewDiePie did a video on it. As soon as PewDiePie did started doing a video, everyone else on YouTube started doing a video, and the sales in UK for that game just literally went up like tenfold. Right. So it community can help with sales, but it depends. So, uh, Gary, what was it you were going to say? I was going to say like, pretty much what Ben said. I mean, it really comes down to how much recognition that game gets. Uh, how many cult classic titles do we have now that people just didn't care for or got reviewed so badly that nobody bought them? But then, you know, the word of mouth got around and people started to eventually buy those games. Um, I, I, It's hard to say whether the game itself is going to get completely bombed by like I I remember specifically a certain time when Resistance was coming out around the same pretty much the same day as Gears of War and how everybody kept you know the, the whole war between those two games and you had people going in on Metacritic and the user reviews were going down for one game as opposed to the other one and it kind of really hurt uh the, in my opinion the, the, it, it kind of showed that the internet community just like Ben said is just full of so many hateful fanboy trolls that when Tomb Raider eventually comes out, I fear that a lot of PlayStation fanboys will do that exact same thing and just trash the game on every possible in every possible way that they can just because it's not on their system. It's interesting that you say that because we've seen that before. Take a look at Titanfall. Um, Xbox gamers loved Titanfall when it first came out. Since then, there have been some who say, eh, it's not as great as I'd hoped. But largely from PlayStation gamers, we have people who are saying, oh, this game sucks, we don't want it on PlayStation anyway. You know, and to tell the truth, there is something to this mob mentality, and I, I call it that without it being a literal mob, but the way people kind of react to things in groups is different from the way they would react to those same things on their own. Um, take things like, you know, um, the, the music, like um, Miley Cyrus, Justin Bieber, those guys. Um, People will straight up pretend that they have never heard of these people. I've had, listen, here in my dorm, I heard someone talking about um, Hannah Montana, and, and this guy comes up and he's totally trying to play it cool. And he's like, oh, I've, oh, I've never heard of her. What's, her. what's her name again? Hannah Alabama or something like that? And I'm like, dude, <laughs> no, come on. You, I, I get it. You don't. I get that you want to look cool or whatever. But you, there's no way you do not know the name Hannah Montana. Okay, like you're 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 freaking overdoing it. Hannah Montana. It rhymes. It freaking rhymes. Okay, you know the name. Don't act like you don't know the name. Okay. I don't know. Hannah Alabama sounds so much cooler. <laughs> <laughs> But what my point is, there is something to this because people will totally trash um, products, singers, actors, things that they probably have never even listened to in their lives just because they think that's what's socially acceptable. Um, so, you, you know, you have people who will come out and say, oh, you know, Xbox sucks or something like that. We, we had a lot of that going around, especially after E3. Um, when reality, as it is right now, Xbox doesn't suck at all. It's actually a pretty good console. Um, PS4 is technically more powerful, uh, but Xbox One is perfectly fine. And you, you have a lot of people saying, oh, Xbox sucks, Xbox is this, Xbox is that. And everyone else just kind of falls into step without really even t 
taking a, a, a good objective look at the device. It's just, oh, this is the thing. This is the thing to dislike. So uh, everyone else dislikes it. Therefore, I dislike it too. And so I feel like that's something that really could happen. Um, Frazier is telling us, and then you have PC. Yes. Uh, <laughs> also, you got to remember that Justin Bieber's banned in the UK. So is he banned in the UK? Yeah, he's not what allowed did he here. Do? He insulted some of our you comedians. Justin Bieber. Yeah, well, Justin. Be- well, let me be honest. Justin Bieber's a huge douchebag. Yeah. Um, you know, he yeah. was he was fine when his he was fine before his voice changed, but now he thinks that he is just all of that. So um, I don't like him uh, as a person. I don't know about his music. There was one song of his that I used to really love. Um, it was called Beauty and a Beat. Uh, I loved everything about it except for Nicki Minaj. I think that Nicki Minaj was poisoned to that song. Um, but then I found out that he didn't even make it. One of my favorite um, electronic music producers, his name is or he, his name is Anton, but his, um, his pseudonym that he goes by as a performer, his name is Zed. Uh, Zed actually created that song and gave it to Bieber. So the one song from of Bieber that I actually really loved, he didn't even make it. Zed did. So but yeah, if I'm right, he insulted one of our comedians on a TV show, and now he's been banned for life from entering the country. He's been banned from the country just because he insulted one comedian. Well, several comedians. It was live on telly about, and it did something that was we decided we didn't like, and now he's not allowed in the country. Hmm. I see. That's really but interesting. It'll get it'll 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 get turned around eventually. Like when Snoop Dogg got banned from the country at one point. Oh, did he really? Well, I, yeah, Snoop Dogg's. I guess he was huge for a good while. Yeah. Well, um, it's because he brought he brought a van full of guns outside Parliament. Oh yeah, that will get you banned from the country. <laughs> That's one way to do things. So let's let's listen to this though. <laughs> Snoop Dogg brings a van full of guns outside of Parliament gets banned from the country. Justin Bieber insults a few comedians, gets banned from the country. Why is there such a discrepancy? Why is because there such it's a Justin difference? Bieber. Because it's Justin Bieber. Okay. Yeah. Why are we I talking about it, Justin Bieber and I, I think it was I think it I think it was uh, if I'm right it was I think it was Graham Norton he insulted. Um, he's one of our famous gay comedians. Oh he's amazing. Was it like a, a sexuality slur or something? I I I I it's just I didn't really pay much attention it's just in Bieber but oh. well okay uh, I, I guess this is all kind of playing into my point why um although uh, to tell the truth I, personally as a person I just don't like the guy he's he's really douchey um <laughs> but anyway back to back to gaming the focus of this podcast um I I just wonder that I mean, do you guys think that there is something to what our friend Melman here is saying? Um, that, you know, when it comes out, the whole thing about uh, public perception, it's, it's not really going to affect the game that much? Uh, I, I still think it's going to affect the game. It's probably going to still affect the game? Oh, yeah, it, definitely. It will make fans, but it, you've ticked off the initial fan base already. Hmm. That can tends to, because look at what happened to Xbox One in the first place. They annoyed their fan base, and they're still trying to deal with it. Hmm. Well, there's one more little bit of this conversation with Melman that I'd like to discuss briefly. Um, I told him, you don't have to be part of the IGC to lose interest. 
Uh, the game will have been, been out on Xbox for a while. Gamers will have already had exposure to it. Basically kind of the same stuff that I just told you. Um, I asked him, could all of that make people less interested in the game? He said, well, a couple of things. One, we don't know when the game will come out uh, after being released on Xbox. It could be five months to a year. Some believe never. Um, however, and here's the big point here. He says, The Last of Us has proven that gamers will buy a game that is a year old with bells and whistles and 1080p, 60 FPS on the back of the box. Um, he, said, he asks um, if the game came out six months later as the definitive edition at a higher resolution and all DLC during the summer gaming drought. Do you not think that the game will sell well? I think so. Uh, so what do you guys think? I still think it goes to word of mouth. I mean, everybody knew going into The Last of Us, you know, the word got around of that game and how great it was. Whereas Tomb Raider is a technically sequel to a good remake, but I, I don't know, I just don't don't see... So your, your answer is, well, Tomb Raider does not have the reputation that The Last of Us does. It has the reputation as the franchise, but not as as the game. Right. They also don't have... Possibly one of the f- most fought-after development teams. Yeah, yeah Naughty Gods. <laughs> That's a good way to put it, actually. But a lot of people like look up to Naughty Dog, and a lot of people respect what Naughty Dog's done. I mean, they've been around a very, very long time. And Crystal Dynamics, yes, they brought... It was, I, I did say that right, right? That was the right studio name, right? Crystal Dynamics? Yeah. 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 Well, Crystal Dynamics has been around for a long time as well. But it's like they kind of brought Tomb Raider back from pretty much the brink of being a dead franchise. And then they go and do this, you're just like, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, and considering the amount that Square turned around and were just like, oh, it didn't sell well and we needed to sell this many and it sold like over six million. It's like, that's really good. And they're like, no, but it, it's just breaking even. It's not making as much profit. And then they go and restrict it to one. And yes, it's only for the holiday season. But it's just like, yeah, but now you've ticked off the PC community. Now you've ticked off the PlayStation community. They're going to remember that. And Square doesn't really have that much to misstep to annoy their fans more at the moment. The gamers are just really finicky. Like To tell the truth, there's no reason that something like that should uh, tick people off so much that it's the sole reason that they won't buy the game when it does come out. Um, however, it, it's, it's just that uh, that game, it, it's just not nearly as big as some of the other games that come out. So it, I just don't think it's going to generate the kind of excitement it would need to. Um, to me, it doesn't make sense. You know, It didn't sell well on uh, one system, so we'll go and move that to another system with a smaller audience. Uh, that, I don't know. Um, I think there's, there's a lot more to it than that. But to tell the truth, like a lot of people, this decision has me scratching my head. It uh, sold better on PlayStation platform anyway, and then they move it to the platform it did worse on. Which... Yeah, so, so that argument doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. Although Microsoft did come out and say it's like we want to have our like our own Uncharted, it's like it's never gonna be you're pretty because where they're setting Tomb Raider is going to be going straight up against Uncharted Four, and I'm sorry, Uncharted Four is going to demolish it. Well, I mean, I think we talked about that a little bit last episode too, and I think we said there, goodness, there's so holiday 2015 is a long span of time. You know, it's several months. Well, not several months, but it's a few months. You know, you don't have to launch it right alongside Uncharted 4. Um, 
I mean, yes, if, if they did launch in the same week or, or within the same couple of weeks, yeah, Uncharted 4 would destroy the pants off of Tomb Raider. Um, however, I mean, for one, you don't have to release it within that same window. Um, for two, a delay would probably make a lot more sense than a full-on exclusivity contract. Well, I, I heard that because um, Square's given them much of a budget, that's why they did it. Right. I think Square is, is, doesn't have as much money as a lot of people think they do nowadays. I well, think they, they, they haven't really released a, a wildly successful game in a good while. Yeah, so I think that would be why you know, they needed the extra money to fund it. I guess it's understandable in a way. It's like Bayonetta 2. That, that wouldn't exist without the funding from Nintendo. Right. Who knows if this Tomb Raider game wouldn't exist without the funding of Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of Tomb Raider, um, some more, I guess a little more recent comments uh, came out about Tomb Raider. Uh, basically, what... <laughs> Basically, I was about to bring up what Frazier brought up, or I think it was Frazier, um, where Phil Spencer was talking about how, you know, hey, we don't really have an Uncharted, and, you know, this is kind of something we like. And let me be clear in saying, I don't think that Microsoft did anything to take anybody off or did anything wrong. You know, I mean, this is something good for them, quite frankly. It's good that they have some exclusive ties to a, a, a large existing franchise for a while. Um, but um, what do you what do you guys think? Do they really need something like Tomb Raider? I mean, Tomb Raider's not Uncharted. Tomb Raider's no Uncharted. Um, but do they really need something like this, uh, something like Tomb Raider, in order to beef up their lineup uh, in the way that Phil Spencer was talking about? I think they need games. I'm not necessarily going to say they need a game like Uncharted to 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 be successful. Um, you know, to, to me, it kind of just feels like Microsoft has to be the best at everything. Like they, they, they have been for the, for the longest time that, that mentality. So when, when they're losing in, in one way or another, they have to do something in order to be the best at it. And to, to me, that, that's pretty much what it sounds like he's saying. Like, I, I, they don't need an uncharted game. They don't need something like that. And, Unfortunately, Tomb Raider is close to it. I mean, it is about raiding tombs and things like that, but it's it's not what the franchise used to be. And I think they're just looking in the wrong place. Instead of developing their own, they're going with what somebody else is already making. That's a good point, because I've been hearing lately about how Microsoft has all these studios, and yet they have so few first-party games in comparison to what Sony usually puts forward. Yeah. It's like, what, what exactly are they working on? You know, I, I, they have so many studios. Yeah, I, I hear only about, like, a, a, a bare few, like 343 Industries, that kind of thing. I, I Rare, uh, I hear a lot about Rare, even though I haven't really seen a Rare they, game lately. They need to stop talking about Rare. That's the problem. Uh, they, they've been Rare. talking about Rare like it's some great thing. Rare hasn't been good since the Nintendo 64. Yeah. When uh, they Rare, lost all their designers. <laughs> Rare designed those avatars, by the way. Yeah, on the Xbox 360. Oh, did they? Yeah, that was rare. Um, They also did the Kinect Sports as well. Quite frankly, they look kind of like Nintendo's Miis, except with arms. Well, they look a bit like the the PlayStation Home characters as well. Hmm. It's interesting. 
in my opinion, that was one of the worst mistakes Microsoft made was buying Rare. Well, I mean, it's okay to buy Rare. It's just that I haven't really seen them do anything with Rare. Well, they haven't. They, they've just had them do nothing. <laughs> That's what they've done with Rare. It's just been sleeping. Um, so there's some good news, uh, some recent news. Uh, Destiny has gone gold. Um, for those of you who aren't aware, gold means the game's done with development and it's now actually in production. It's it's being burned to all of these discs. Um, there's labels printing. There's boxes being ready. They're getting ready to ship. They're getting ready to sit in the stores for your purchase. Um, so Destiny's almost here. Um, as we're recording this, it is August 27th. So in just two weeks, uh, two weeks to... Let's see, two weeks yesterday, uh, we will have Destiny in our hands. Uh, are you guys, I, I know the answer to this, how, how do you guys feel about Destiny coming out? I want it, I want it all, <laughs> I want it all, and I want it now. So, so check your local stores uh, if you haven't pre-ordered already. Uh, Definitely give it a try. I don't, I don't know if there are any limited editions or ghost editions. Now in stock.net, <laughs> now in stock.net hasn't um, really updated me on any new stock on Amazon anyway. Um, Frazier went away and he came back to hear Ben sing, which is why I chuckled. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I heard it on my headphones. I was like, what the? Oh. Well, oh, it's, it's bad. And hi, guys. Hi, how are you? Um... One more quick thing before we move on. The Uncharted movie, uh, which we spoke a little bit about, has a little more press. Not very much, just a little bit. On PlayStationing.com. PlayStationing, that's awesome. (laughs) PlayStationing.com. We have an article by Gaff Hussein. And he makes an interesting comparison here. Um, he talks about Uncharted 4's Nathan Drake. And he says that Nathan Drake looks different from the Nathan Drake we usually see. And he looks a lot like Jeremy Renner. Uh, do you guys know who Jeremy Renner is? Yes. Um, for those of you who don't, he was a Hawkeye on the Avengers. Um, and he was also in the latest Bourne movie. Um, so there you go. I just sent a... Uh, link of the article to our friends here, our, our crew here on Skype. So um, take a look at the comparison. He has a side-by-side comparison of Nathan Drake from Uncharted 4 and Jeremy Renner. And I think they look pretty similar, don't you? Let me check. <laughs> well, it, what he it says... looks similar, but it's like he has hair. Yeah, the hair. It's mostly the hair. Well, a little bit of the face. They have kind of the same facial structure thing. But um, what um, Gaff Hussein says is, minus the stubble and the scuffs, the model looks pretty identical to the real-life actor. Um, Basically, what he's saying is, perhaps Jeremy Renner is the one to play Nathan Drake in the Uncharted movie. Um, Some people are saying, well, you know, maybe it's going to be Nathan Fillion, because Fillion has been after that role. But what he's saying is maybe that this design for Nathan Drake in Uncharted 4 is a precursor to the idea that Jeremy Renner would be playing him. What do, you, do you think that Jeremy Renner could pull off Nathan Drake? No. Fillion no? would be there. Why not? Why, why don't you think Jeremy Renner could do it? 
Because the other one would be better. The other one, just the other one would be better. He's far. I prefer him as an actor. It's just personal preference. Personal preference. <laughs> okay. Um, what about well, I, yes, Gary? Quite honestly, I don't. I don't really see that much of a difference. I mean, it's just Nathan. It, to me, he still looks like Nathan Drake, just with a higher polygon count. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I get like the comparison is there, but people make comparisons to characters and you know, video game characters all the time, like real life actors. So, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't really see it. It's like, like I could see him playing it. Obviously you, you can get anybody to do it. Hollywood doesn't care. Uh, mostly about what the fans think of who should play a certain character. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I like, I, I could see him doing it, but if it's going to be good or not, that's a different story. To be honest, I didn't really notice when I was sitting in that movie theater watching um, E3 and seeing the Uncharted 4 trailer, I didn't really make a connection to any actor. To me, he just looked like Nathan Drake, um, just way more detailed than I'm used to seeing. Um, It really wasn't until I saw this that I thought, hey, he does look kind of like Jeremy Renner, at least in this picture that he brought up. Um, So anyway... All I know is it's really good to hear some more information about uh, the Uncharted movie, which has been pretty much in limbo for a long, long time. Um, So keep looking for news on that. Meanwhile, definitely check out the Ratchet & Clank movie coming next spring. I am excited for that, as well as the new game. Um, So this week has been an extremely newsworthy week uh, for a number of reasons, but before I get to that, there's just one more thing I wanted to talk about. I just kind of lost it here. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, um, so basically a third of people on PS4 have changed their console of preference uh, for this generation from Xbox and Nintendo. Um, so basically if a third of the people who own a PlayStation right now, a third of the 10 million strong PlayStation Nation as it is, um, are, are, are gamers who previously preferred Xbox and the Nintendo consoles. Uh, what are you thinking about this? I'm wow. thinking that PlayStation is doing well. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. Omerito gozaimasu. Um, <laughs> you have done a sale. Well done. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, I, yeah, there's not really a lot newsworthy about this or about a lot of the news that's been going around this week. Um, quite frankly, I, GameSpot just released an article saying, uh, in short, PlayStation 4 is technically better than the Xbox One um, in terms of power, but Microsoft is still trying, um, which has me scratching my head. I don't understand why we need an article to understand that. I, I, that's kind of what I assumed from the beginning. Um, so, well, not a lot has been that newsworthy this week, but... <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> they're still trying. No, they're just going to give up right away. They're, they're still trying. They're still getting stronger, which is, yeah, kind of a dog. Stronger, faster, better, stronger. No, that is not how the song goes. That is not how the song <laughs> goes at all. Um, however, there was one bit of really big news, and it came on Sunday. Unfortunately... While I was waiting to download Infamous First Light uh, for review, uh, so I'm, I'm going to be reviewing Infamous First Light. Look for that on PSU.com uh, later this week. 
Um, so I went to download it, and to my and millions of others' dismay, found that PlayStation Network was down one day ahead of its scheduled maintenance on Monday. Um, and, you know, we were trying to figure out what was going on. And it turns out that another stupid group has decided to go around and mess with people. Um, it calls itself a lizard squad. And I'm, I don't really understand, uh, basically, its motive. I don't really understand any of these groups' motives. But the news came from a series of tweets where Lizard Squad basically admitted um, that they were pretty much bragged about. Let's, let's, let's get that right. They didn't admit anything. They bragged about the fact that they were attacking Sony. Um, now, let's be clear, this was not a hack. Uh, PSN was not hacked at all. Um, instead, it was a DDoS attack. Um, basically, what a DDoS attack is, is um, it's a bunch of fake users. Um, it's called a distributed denial of service attack. That's what DDoS stands for. And basically what the group does is it sends um, a bunch of fake users through the network. Um, so many that the network can't hold it. it, it gets overloaded and it shuts down just because there are so many users on it. Uh, have you ever tried to log on to... Uh, maybe those of you who got a PS4 at launch would recognize this when you tried to sign on to PlayStation Network for the first time and it was blocked just because there were so many people on it. Yeah, it's that kind of thing. That's what a DDoS does. It's not really blockable. There wasn't really that much Sony could have done about it except just kind of get it stuck together. Um... But Lizard Squad took to Twitter and said Sony, yet another large company, but they aren't spending the waves of cash they obtain on their customers' PSN service, and the greed. Um, so uh, later on, I guess he t they tweeted um, Shuhei Yoshida himself and said, yes, hello, I can confirm there are lizards in Sony's data center. Um, they tweeted PC, PC Master Race... Um, they've kind of been joking around like teenagers. This Twitter has been taken over by Anonymous. Um, Anonymous was the group of hackers who allegedly hacked PSN in 2011. Uh, this Twitter has been taken over by Anonymous. We do not forgive. We do not forget. That's their tagline. Next tweet. Just kidding. It's still me. Um, how long should I do this for? Uh, been at a few hours now. Probably our longest run. Still down, huh? Uh, 10K followers. I mean, so I destroyed... I, I mean, they pretty much just been derping around and having fun with the fact that they're screwing over PSN. Um, and to my understanding, they don't really have a beef with specifically PlayStation or Sony, um, because then they went to attack Xbox, um, and Xbox Live went down, and they did say it was a bit more of a challenge, um, but they took Xbox Live down, um, they made a bunch of fun out of it, they posted... I guess what they thought were humorous videos about 9-11. Uh, um, they made a bomb threat. They tweeted American Airlines saying that they heard a bomb was on a flight, Flight 362 to Phoenix. Um, or not to Phoenix, it was, it was going somewhere else, but it was redirected to Phoenix after this tweet went out. Um, and they basically said, hey, we heard there was a bomb on this flight, and what was significant about that is there was a Sony executive on that flight. Um, by the way, now, this is a federal offense, by the way. You're, you're basically threatening people with a bomb, <laughs> you know? So John Smedley from Sony ended up sitting out at, uh, at a different airport than he intended. Um, so there was all sorts of stuff. They're just making a bunch of fun out, out of it. 
Uh, they went and did the same thing to Twitch earlier. Uh, Twitch was down, and Lizard Squad's Twitter, uh, they blew that up with stuff, uh, tweeting stuff about PC Master Race and all of this nonsense. Um, so uh, I, they said, how's Tumblr doing? Uh, Tumblr was down. Apparently, I guess they're trying to say that they did the same thing to Tumblr. Um, they, they say that they're from ISIS, which is a group over in the Middle East that's been causing problems, uh, which is probably complete bull, by the way. Um, I don't think anyone really believes that they're from ISIS. But, you know, that's basically, I mean, ISIS, and if, if you're ISIS, really, you have nothing better to do than hack video game companies in America? Come on. No, you, you've got better stuff to do if you're ISIS. Um, so they're not from ISIS, but they keep saying they are. Um, and what makes me scratch my head is they have a running thing where uh, they'll say, you know, hey, you want your service back? Uh, write the word Lizard Squad on your forehead and take a picture of it and tweet it to us. And I guess if, we'll get, if we get enough people to do that, we'll, we'll put the service back up. Uh, so it's, it's all a big game to them, basically. And, and what has me scratching my head is they have 51.6 thousand followers on Twitter right now. Um, I guess since Sunday, Sunday they had 10,000. Um, at least that's what one of their tweets said. But right now I'm looking at their Twitter page. They have 51.6 thousand followers on Twitter. And when they sit here and say, um, you know, here's one. Want hashtag Twitch back up? Tweet us a picture with Lizard Squad written on your forehead with a Sharpie. They actually have people tweeting them with pictures of Lizard Squad on their heads written with a Sharpie. And it's like, you know, these, these people are kind of playing into what they want. Um, which is, you know, I guess that's their prerogative. But, I mean, everyone's kind of treating this like a game, which makes, which makes me confused. It's like, you know, these people are, to, uh, illegally, by the way, they're, they're committing serious federal offenses, not just the hacking, but the bomb threat. They're committing serious federal crimes. And, and you have what looks to be support from a good amount of people here. And, you know, they treat it like a game. To tell the truth, they're pretty... The way they tweet is really likable. They tweet like they're someone who, who wants to... Who's just being funny and goofing around. But at the same time, they're doing these really, really serious things. And um, one person, in fact, who uh, I have... I actually no clue who it is. Um, one person who I guess they had a uh, previous thing with... Uh, was mad at them enough and found the IP addresses of all of them. I don't know how legitimate that is, but he tweeted a screenshot with what he claimed to be the IP addresses of all the members of Lizard Squad. Um, so I don't know where that's going. But for for now, this is what's been going on. This is why your Sony service was down. Your uh, Sony services were down on Sunday. Xbox's services went down. Twitch's services went down. Uh, I think Riot Games had some issues as well. Um, Fraser, don't don't forget that you can speak. You don't have to Skype me. Um, I don't like to interrupt. <laughs> he said um, Blizzard went down as well. Blizzard went down. Riot Games, yeah. uh, creators of League of Legends, by the way, went down. About those, IP, about those IP addresses, I'm not sure if they're real, but if they are real, I know that one of them lives in Southampton because I tracked his IP. In fact, I tracked most of their IPs to see where they lived. Uh, uh, most of a lot of them from North America, actually. A couple were from England. And this is where we find out Ben is a, has a secret identity as a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> and one was uh, a couple were actually in Spain. Right. Uh, one in Austria and one in Australia. 
it's actually pretty easy to track an IP address in this yeah, matter. Yeah, very easily. Um, you don't you don't really need anything big. Uh, to tell the truth, probably mm -hmm. authorities may have a more specific way to do oh, this. Yeah. But if you go to ip-address.com, and that's address with one D, um, misspelled on purpose, ip-address.com, um, you can basically track any IP address. You put it in, and it tells you the city and the country where the IP address is located, yeah. as well as the internet service provider. Um, yeah. So with an IP address, you can get a lot of good information on where someone is, especially if you are the authorities and looking for someone specific. Um, yep. So, uh, if those were legitimate, I mean, I would have imagined that authorities would have um, acted by now. If they're still hacking Twitch, I don't know, you know, I mean, with groups like this, you can't really be, it's not usually, they're not usually in the same place. It's not usually one group of people. They're usually pretty spread out. Um, so that, and which is why they tend to feel so invincible, and, and which is why they think they can uh, get away with doing huge things like this, because they're so spread out. You know, who's, who's going to catch them, right? Um, but if you have IP addresses, hey. <laughs> or, yeah, if, if you have IP addresses, you can really find some people. Um, so who knows? I mean, I've heard rumors that X, Y, and Z people from Lizard Squad have been arrested. That could be true. It could not be true. Um, it's just a rumor. Nothing that I have seen yet has confirmed anything like that yet. But even if they were arrested, nothing is stopping other members of Lizard Squad from carrying on and doing these things. Um, so I've, I've been talking for a while now, and my throat feels weird, so I'm going to go grab a bit of water. Uh, how do you guys feel about what's been going on since Sunday with Lizard Squad? My I, general thing is it's pretty much they're being childish and stupid. All, all of this, to tell the truth, I've always thought that this stuff was childish and stupid. I mean, the only, quote, reason, and I, and I say, quote, reason, because they never really said it as a reason. They, they could have just been saying something inflammatory. But the only thing that points to a clue as to why they would be doing this is their repeated thing about PC Master Race, um, which, again, doesn't make sense because then they targeted Riot, which doesn't currently release any games on consoles. Um, they targeted Blizzard, which I think only has one game on a console. I think that's Diablo, right? Do they, do they, have, other, do they have any other games on console right now? Star no, Diablo. Diablo's it. Yeah. So I mean, they're they're targeting they're targeting all sorts of gaming companies. So the the fact that they're saying PC Master Race is probably something just inflammatory, but really they're it is really childish. And like, look at Anonymous. Last um, last time there was a serious thing. Um, Anonymous hacked Sony. Like not not a DDoS, but legitimately hacked Sony um, back in 2011. And they stole a bunch of sensitive information. And, um, I mean, I, I looked at their stuff on YouTube, and they have this whole thing about how we are anonymous. We do not forgive. We do not forget. You should have expected us. And, you know, I'm rolling my eyes listening to this because it seems like something a 13-year-old boy would dream up. You know, I, I guess they're trying to be mysterious, and I guess they're trying to be threatening because their name is anonymous. But something like that, you know, the whole song and dance, you know, with the fake... I mean, I guess I understand why, why they did the fake voice thing, but and, and then the music in the back. It, it all felt like some te early teenager's, you know, dream about, hey, this would how would it be awesome if I was a supervillain and I could say all of these pre-planned lines like this? And, 
you know, the whole thing just seems childish to me. What reason do you have um, for taking out a, a bunch of services? Um, some of some people, I think there was another group that did something similar not too long ago. They didn't attack Sony. I think they just attacked services like Riot. And um, uh, I think they attacked um, ArenaNet for Guild Wars 2, uh, stuff like that. And they, I guess their name was... They, all they said was the, uh, for the lols. I, basically, we're just doing this because we can. And it's like, read a, no freaking, read a freaking book. You know, watch some TV. Hey, let's be ironic. Why don't you play a video game? You know, I mean, what's See, the- this is kind of all, like, as you mentioned, the whole PC Gamer Master Race. I would rather punish them for that statement. Because I'm... Uh, like first and foremost I'm a PC gamer and my PS4 comes very close second but that's just stupid it's like there's no such thing as PC masters we can hack all your services it's like as you say go read a book go outside play a game do something it's stupid I mean, really stupid because all you're doing is like oh we've got attention but it's like you're not exactly getting the right attention you're pissing people off even if um, even if the whole PC master race thing was the actual reason they did something like this what sense is there in that you know, hey, we play on PCs, and we like playing on PCs better than on consoles. So we are going to take down everyone else's console service. What have you? What do you accomplish by doing that? You know, why? Why do you think that everybody else should play what you play, and everybody else should enjoy what you enjoy just because you enjoy it? That, I yeah, mean, the take down Battle.net, one of the biggest uh, sort of PC-based platforms. And, and really, what's What's unfortunate is they're using DDoS attacks, um, which, quite frankly, at least I've heard. I've never performed one, but at least uh, from people, I guess, who are a little more knowledgeable. Easy as hell. From people who are a little more knowledgeable on that subject, as uh, Ben just said, it's pretty easy. Um, So it's not like it's high-level stuff uh, as far as uh, network attacks go, but... At the same time, they're not very easy to counter. They're not very easy to block because basically it's using the system's main purpose against it. You know, it's taking its ability to host a certain number of um, users and it's saying, hey, well, we're just going to overload you with more users than you can handle. So, you know, there's no way to really counter that without taking away the system's ability to host a bunch of users. And at which point, what's the point of the system, you know? So it, it's not something that's very easy to block. So there's, there's, the fact of the matter is, there's really not much anyone can do about a DPOS attack except trying to shut everything down, try to counter it, and try to recover everything, make sure everything's safe. Um, so let me be clear in saying that Sony hasn't done anything wrong. Uh, some people were pretty upset that Sony took down its servers. Um, but frankly, even if the servers were still up and running, you couldn't possibly use them because they're completely overloaded. Uh, So Sony did the absolute right thing in in taking down its servers and trying to deal with this the right way. Meanwhile, it's dealing with the fact that one of its executives is being threatened with a bomb on his plane. You know, so, you know, it was a pretty busy Sunday for Sony, I would imagine, and for the other companies who were involved. Uh, Sony was just the first, Uh, (laughs) just, just Sony's luck. Um, it's a good way to send yourself straight to uh, jail. Yeah, that's what we're... It's like, uh, we're threatening someone with a bomb. It's like, well, you see, you get caught, they're not going to give you any second chances. You're going to be put in a, a locked-up jail cell. 
Oh, no, that's a that's a big federal offense. Like that is a big, big federal offense. That's. I mean, with this day and age, you can't just walk around shouting bomb. No, that's literally close to what we Americans love to call terrorism. We uh, that's like well, that's isn't it? Isn't it classified as cyber terrorism? This is cyber terrorism, and, and the thing about it is, the internet's not very policed. Um, to be honest, I am one of the people who think that yeah, there should be some regulations on the internet, uh, particularly when it comes to things like this, because hacking has become very popular lately. Um, because it's it can be done really anonymously if you do it right. Um, you can get whatever you think you need, and then you know it's hard to figure out who you are and who did it and where you are. You know, because they're just, the internet's just an open place. Um, you know, and, and the thing about it is when there are no security cameras, people will steal. You know, you, you do some of these things not just to protect your assets, but to keep honest people honest. So, I mean, maybe it's not the most popular opinion, but I am one person who thinks that there should be some regulation. There should be some way of, you know, finding people who are stealing your credit card information like identity theft is huge. You have people stealing credit card information, social security numbers, dates of birth, names, phone numbers, addresses. I mean, that's that's a high, high, high security problem. Um, so I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm alone. Maybe our listeners uh, have a, a different opinion. Hey, feel free to tweet it at the RDGH. But you know, I I just think that maybe there should be a little more on the internet to prov- to at least allow people to take some action when things like this happen. I don't know. What do you guys think? Maybe uh, I just don't know how you would police the internet is the thing. Well, but, how, how is another question? The, I guess my question is, should we, should we do it? Um, to, and to what level? I think it really comes down to the, the services that people use. I mean, if, if the, you know, the, the the company the Twitter company wanted to they could have shut down you know the Wizard Squad completely you know but they didn't obviously um, I I don't know to me it just really comes down to uh, what the companies want to do that that are running these programs or websites whatever you want to call them uh, that that these people are using so but but when it comes to like, credit card theft and things like that I don't really know how much you can do more than what they're they're already doing now. Personally, and how about the rest of you? About Twitter, the idea of keeping that open, well, especially Lizard Lizard Squad's account, is the best way to track them because they have to every time they post, it would send their IP address to Twitter. So it would be the easiest way for authorities to catch them in the end, is by tracing the IP address that's been sent to Twitter. But it has been a while since it, you know, it hasn't okay. been any action. Quite frankly, as the service um, who is basically hosting the group's communication, I think it's a good thing that they didn't block them from communicating on Twitter. Um, well, that, no, they're not. That's not their main focus of communication. Well, uh, they they use an IRC, Internet Relay Chat. Yeah, but how many people are on their IRC? I, I refuse to actually go on their RSC, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Twitter is big and open. Do they have 51,600 people on their IRC? I doubt it. Um, 
So, I mean, Twitter is the, I guess I'll just change it to the biggest forum that they have. And so they're communicating on Twitter. And yeah, there are, they are interacting with people and, and they're goofing around and, and just saying all this stuff. But at the same time, that's probably the uh, best and quickest way to know what they're doing and, and what's going on and what's being affected. So I, I think that that's probably the best way um, that Twitter could handle it to let them keep going because that's, that's our source of information right there. I also think that's why Sony took so long to put the servers back up as well. Um, I think once it became a federal and national security incident, I, I think that the, maybe perhaps the government didn't want them to turn the servers back on because they wanted to do the full on investigation before that even before they, they told them they can have the go ahead to turn it back on. Right. Okay. I have a little bit of information from Forbes.com. Um, although it could be completely, uh, Oh wait, never mind. I, I, I saw some, I've been tapping around online looking for more information and I saw something that said that there was a data breach and 16 people were arrested, um, on Forbes, but they were arrested for allegedly hacking half of South Korea um, and not for DDoSing PlayStation Network. It was not Lizard Squad. Um, FBI, uh, according to Forbes.com, FBI is currently investigating the bomb threat, and uh, Lizard Squad did in fact move on to Xbox Live. So, so far, no new information on the status of the members of Lizard Squad. Well, here's the thing about that. I mean, you probably would have gotten away with it if you just stuck to the DDoS attack. The, the moment you did the, the explosive scare on the plane, that was the worst thing they could have done, simply because they will not stop until they find them now. I find it, I find it interesting that a lot of people, when that happened, um, a lot of people kind of came out on, um, uh, on Twitter and social media and whatnot and said, oh, American Airlines sucks, they're being delayed, you know, what's, what's American Airlines doing? Um, but, you know, American Airlines did exactly what it was freaking supposed to do when it gets a message that there could be a bomb on the plane. Like, it, it doesn't matter if they believe Lizard Squad or not. I mean, because, quite frankly, it was obvious that Lizard Squad was totally BSing everything. But even so, even if you don't believe that it's true, you've got to take action because there's someone saying that there's probably a bomb on your plane. So that means there are some hundreds of lives in danger. So, yeah, you, you're going to reroute that plane and you're going to check it out and make sure you're okay. So American Airlines, don't blame American Airlines for anything because they did exactly what they were supposed to do. Um, although I, I, yeah. I feel like they're getting a bit of a rap sheet going on. Remember that 14-year-old girl who decided to threaten American Airlines for no reason? Yeah. Yeah. People well, they take be, that stuff seriously now. Like, there's just... They that, have that's, to. that's what's going to happen, yeah. They have and to. The, it was just such a stupid thing to do. I mean, yeah, you're making fun of it or whatever. It doesn't matter. It automatically turned into a, a national security incident, and the government will not stop looking for them until they find them when it comes to something like this. Good. Uh, yeah. I, I'm guaranteed. And, you know, the funny thing is, is on their Twitter account, I went on there and I saw when, when this was happening, they're saying, you know, you can come arrest me if you want. You know, he put out his name, where he lives and everything, which doesn't help anybody because there's probably like 200 people by the same name living in the same city. Um, 
But, you know, they said, you can come arrest me. I'm not afraid to go to prison. And then the next tweet was like, how are you going to prosecute anybody with zero evidence? You know, and I sit there and I think the government really doesn't care about your rights when it comes to national security. If they wanted you to detain you for indefinite amount of time, they will do it. Yeah. You know, just because you have rights when it comes to a whole bunch of stuff, national security, the government can make you disappear without anybody even knowing you existed besides your friends. Even in America, there are certain levels of criminal activity where some of your rights do go away. Yeah, like, they can make you disappear as if you've never existed, if they wanted to. Okay. So when you're sitting there and you're taunting the FBI constantly on your Twitter, they will find you. It's just a matter of time when they find you. They have a whole bunch of their own hackers that they hired from other hacker hacking Oh, groups. absolutely. And like, to, like, what, someone, like one of you was saying... Sorry. <laughs> like no, one, I was going to say... Yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Like one of you was saying earlier, Twitter, um, their, Twitter has their IP addresses. You know, I mean, they're, if the government were to... I mean, I'm sure there's a bunch of red tape to do this. and um, But the government, if Twitter were to cooperate um, with this, and I don't see a reason why they shouldn't. I mean, it's not like you know, the NSA and Microsoft, remember that scandal a little while back? Um, yeah. You know, it, Twitter could be, they definitely fork over the IP addresses, and that could give them a really big lead, especially if they're being brazen enough to say, hey, this is my name, you know, this is my name. So let's see, you know, this person on this ISP in this local area, you know, it wouldn't take too much to organize a search. So... I don't know. I don't know what legal processes the FBI has to go through. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, it's easy. Why doesn't the FBI just do that? It's never like that. It's never a snap of the finger type of deal. But this, it's definitely something that is a lot more possible than they seem to believe it is. Yeah, and you know, uh, I don't, don't quote me on this 100%, but from what I remember, after the PSN hack, um, I believe it was like three months after that, Governments around the world found a lot of the members of Anonymous. From from what I can remember, a lot of them were from Europe, some of them were from the U.S. It was a huge, major, uh, organized uh, capture thing, I guess you can say. Um, From from what I remember, they captured a lot of the high members of of Anonymous. Most of them got a job uh, for the governments of the countries that that they were captured in. But that group was somewhat disbanded after that all happened. I haven't heard a lot from Anonymous ever since that happened. As you're you're saying this, I'm looking it up, and yeah, there are are actually articles. Uh, I'm seeing one from July uh, saying that there were hackers arrested. Um, Basically, uh, the ones that this particular article is talking about, it's on the Huffington Post, um, are saying that uh, three people in Madrid, Spain, were arrested, identified as leaders of the Spanish section of Anonymous. Uh, Spaniards, age 30 to 32, uh, charged with not only hacking Sony's PlayStation Network, but also governments, um, energy companies, banks, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, and they gave up a lot of people that were part of that group. Um, And my whole thing, if they can catch the members of Anonymous, which was considered to be one of the best hacking groups in the world. 
uh, Lizard Squad. I'm sorry, but <laughs> technically you haven't really hacked anything. You just threw DDoS. No, that was a DDoS. That wasn't yeah. hacking. So if, if that's the best you can do, they can find you. A lot easier they can find them. The, the thing that, about that is there is a difference between what Anonymous was into and what Lizard Squad, at least that I have seen so far, is into. Because, like I said, Anonymous did ba- hacked banks, they hacked governments, they hacked uh, yeah, PlayStation, they hacked all sorts of big-time stuff. As you just said, it looks like Lizard Squad has only just been throwing around some DDoS attacks and making stupid threats about bombs on planes. But well, that's the biggest thing right there, is the bomb threat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all they care about at this point, the, the government. That's what all they want to find now is who made that bomb threat and punish that person. At the same time, it's not very fair to businesses, because uh, imagine PlayStation Network was an actual brick-and-mortar store. Uh, where, would that, where would that be, anyway? I, I don't know. Anyway, um, imagine, <laughs> imagine if PlayStation Network was a brick-and-mortar store, and all of a sudden, a bunch of people just rushed in, overwhelmed you, shut down the lights, kicked out all your customers, closed and locked the doors. So last Black Friday, then. <laughs> But, I mean, you're literally, when you do stuff like that, that you're closing down someone's business. Like, you, you might as well be walking in there with a gun and saying, everybody out, because that's precisely what you're doing. You're, you're, you're shutting down someone's business. And, you know, that's not good. You're hurting, you're hurting their reputation because, believe me, there are a lot of people out there who are, I haven't even bothered looking at comments because I just can't take fanboys right now. Um, yeah, don't, don't read any comments about Oh, no, this. I haven't. I haven't. I'm, I don't stuff. plan to. But there are people out there who I would imagine a lot who genuinely believed, oh, my goodness, PlayStation was hacked again, you know? So even though that's completely not the case, a hack is completely different from a DDoS attack. Um, a DDoS attack doesn't reveal any secure information. It just shuts down the server and kicks everyone off. Um and it's not really blockable. So you have a, it hurts the reputation. It hurts the business. I mean, how fair is that to Sony? <laughs> I mean, they they don't seem to have any specific beef with Sony. They just seem like they just want to run around and cause trouble. So you're you're doing that at major expense to a lot of people. Yeah, and you know, again, I said it before. I'll say it again. They would have probably gotten away with it yeah. if it, they just stuck to that. Uh, but. When they made that thread, it changed everything. And that's the thing, they're still going. They're well, they can going. keep going. It's just a matter of time before they're, they're all busted. Yeah. Uh, but that's in the my th- opinion, they, they will be busted eventually. That's the thing. You can call yourself anonymous. You can say that there's no evidence against you. But on the internet, you are never as anonymous as you think. Um, so, there's... But, a- before, before we move on, though, I just want to say... Uh, the reason they gave, you know, uh, the oh, they're taking your money. They're not really doing anything with it. Um, that obviously became an absolute bullcrap joke uh, as an excuse to do it, simply because after that, all they did was try to get as much recognition as they could by taunting and flaunting everything that they've done. Uh, a lot of hacking groups, they don't even say that they're the ones who did it. it they just do it and move on because they don't want to take the risk of being caught. Uh, I think the biggest thing, though, that you said, they went from 10,000 followers to 50,000 followers in a day. Right. And I, to, to me, that right there was the, was the main reason that they did it, was just for that recognition. Right. That is it. 
Um, anything else for you guys? Uh, Fraser, you've been mostly quiet during this. You guys have been talking, so I kind of left it be. It's a podcast! You can talk, too! I'm broken, remember? Your your ribs broken, your mouth's not. And, and, and I kind of said everything, and I don't want to get angry over it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, maybe this will make you a little angry. Um, we're actually going to switch away from gaming for just a moment, just because this is so uh, interesting. Um... In the Marvel world, there has been an uproar uh, for some really interesting decisions. Um, some really beloved characters are going to change in a big way. Uh, Thor is known for being the guy with the long hair that swings around this gigantic hammer that no one else can lift. Um, that is no longer the case. Now Thor is a girl with long hair who swings around a giant hammer that nobody else can lift. Uh, that's right, Thor is <coughs> female. Um, Captain America. In addition... <laughs> don't get ahead of me. In addition, uh, Captain America is now black. He is a black guy. Um, Iron Man has a new suit. Uh, actually, I'm looking at I, what seems to be a picture of Captain America. I don't know if it's um, legitimate or, lot, or not, but it's on Entertainment Weekly. He reminds me a lot of the Green Lantern from the DC Universe. Like he has, he, He's black, and he's not really wearing red, white, and blue, though he has the same shield. Um, he has that weird kind of nappy black person hairstyle. Um, I, I'm bald now, I can say that. Um, and yeah, Iron Man looks a lot like the Silver Surfer. And definitely this has something, this has a lot of people in an uproar, um, because... This screams, you know, at the top of its lungs, all of this screams, we are trying to be as politically correct as we possibly can. Um, but they're doing that as at the cost of some seriously well-known, seriously well-loved characters. Um, so a lot of backlash coming from Marvel fans lately. Uh, <laughs> how do you guys feel about the newly designed characters? You know what? If they weren't the, the I know it's, this will sound weird, but if they weren't actually Captain America and actually Thor, I, I would I would be fine with it. But it it's weird. Then it, they're not Captain America because of a well, Captain America is maybe Thor was his name. It's not a nickname that he just passes along to the next person. He doesn't have a son and go, okay, I'm now not Thor anymore. I'm Bob Jones the second. You're now Thor. Um, that's the only thing that I find annoying. No, Thor is his name. It's his literal name. Yeah. yeah so uh, yes, I'm gonna not. I'm gonna not call myself Thor anymore. I'm just gonna just gonna switch it to to a girl now instead. And it's I'm gonna Thora be now Thora. Ah, uh, Thora. Uh, <laughs> well, that's stupid. <laughs> no, I just made that up. That's not a thing. Oh, I thought that that was their actual thing. I was saying. about to be like, what did you do that for, Mom? You heard it first here, folks. But, uh, I, I think it was. I think the concept was going to be four letter. <laughs> uh, now, now, to be fair about Captain America, though, uh, Captain America is actually dead uh, in the no, comics. He he's still alive. Did he he's come back man. to life? Oh my god, he's not man now. That's okay. Uh, either way, uh, I know Falcon is taking over as Captain America now, um, which 
is just stupid. He's not even close to being the same character. He doesn't have the strength. He doesn't have any of that stuff. I, I think you, you you hit the nail on the head when you said politically correct in, in every way. I mean, okay, first off, Thor has always been a male in any mythology and whatever you want to look at it. So changing him to a female, now he, he just looks like Hot Girl from DC is, is what the female Thor looks like, Hot Girl. She basically looks like a man with boobs, sort of. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, I'm looking at this, and, and basically what Entertainment Weekly is saying is um, now there's a superior Iron Man who looks like uh, an Iron Man, like the Silver Surfer with an Iron Man skin or something like that. Um, so, I don't know, he has something happened to Tony Stark, and, you know, now he's different. Um, it's the, all- I think it's the Axis event that's causing it where all the good guys are playing bad guys, and all the bad guys are playing good guys. Well, uh, Captain America, Steve Rogers can't do some, he can't be Captain America anymore, so someone else has to be Captain America. And same thing uh, for Thor, there are reasons, and then Thor can't do anything, and so now someone has to be Thor, and so it's a random chick, uh, who, who no one knows, her, her identity hasn't even been revealed, no one knows who this woman is, but now she's Thor. Um, sorry, Fraser. Uh, go ahead. See, the thing with Iron Man, though, it, it can work. Because he has countless suits anyway. Yeah. So they can kind of wrap the story. It, it works. It's not like a big deal. The thing, um, as was it Ben, you mentioned political correctness? Yeah. No, that, was, I, that was Gary. Oh, okay, sorry about that. But the thing is, like, I feel it's almost like they're trying to latch on to like trends. I don't, you know... I feel like, that's just such a silly thing to do though I mean if you are really going for the whole diversity thing um, then yeah no one has a problem with that but why would you change the identities of these these characters have been around for decades decades these characters have been around why would you now change who they are I mean people love people don't love Captain America and uh, Iron Man and Thor because they're diverse. They love them because they're Captain America, because they're Iron Man, and because they're Thor. So basically, you, you might as well just kill these characters off. Uh, that's essentially what you're doing as far as, as far as the fans are concerned. These are not the same people. So what I, I don't under, no not even as fan, not even as far as the fans are concerned, at least in two cases, they are literally not the same people. So I don't know. I think Marvel's lost its mind. I, I don't understand the whole reasoning. I, I don't understand what prompted them to go, oh, now we have to change all of our characters all of a sudden. Um, that's, that's, just a, that's just a head scratcher right there. I, I mean, uh, and not only that, but uh, <laughs> a lot of people are unhappy. Can I, can, I, can I have a couple of minutes, actually, just quickly? A couple of minutes, um, go ahead. Thor uh, lost his hammer due to the original Sting comics uh, going on right now. Basically, don't, hey, one second. Spoilers. Yeah, you can. Spoiler alert! Don't, don't. anyone who's listening or wants to read comments <laughs> no, and no, stuff. No spoilers. Spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. Well, um, this is last month's comic. It's but that <laughs> doesn't. You know that doesn't matter. Ah. Uh, no. Spoilers. I'm just saying. That, anyway, I'm not going to spoil it because we don't know for certain. Anyway. You can spoil it. You can spoil it at the end. Uh, okay. You can spoil but it. At either the end. way, he lost it because of a reason. And yeah, 
that's why but why why it's, it's gone to a girl we don't know but he's using an axe <coughs> he'll be using an axe from now on he'll still be fighting as four okay he's using a giant axe called the, uh, i won't try and pronounce it but either way he's got a giant axe now he's going to be part of the new avengers well um hold that thought um and then at the end, after the ending music, um, we'll let you go ahead and spoil away. Okay? Thank you. All right. Because I, I want you to be able to say what's on your mind, but we don't want to uh, spoil stuff for our viewers who may very well be uh, Marvel comic fans. Um, no so, uh, <laughs> very interesting. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what to think about that. All I, all I can say is I really hope that they don't bother releasing new movies. Because I think that I don't know how well something like that would translate. Like, I don't think that as far as movies are concerned, that they would be able to make this transition in a way that makes a lot of sense and that oh, really is, goes over well. Oh, there is a, there is a way. I, I know how they could do it. Oh. I, I won't say it again. It will, it will be spoilers. Okay. I'll okay. say at the end. Okay. Well, on that, think about what you just said. Look at the movies they, that, that they have right now. Oh. All of them are pretty much about the male characters, and you also look at it; they're also all white. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is Marvel's way of kind of implementing, uh, trying to not be sexist and racist at the same time. Uh, I think they're, they're if, if you look at the comics they have now, a lot of the the characters that are female and uh, African-American, uh, as individual comics, they don't sell very well compared to the other ones. And I think they're, they're really trying to, to, to kind of implement the, this move where they're trying to be fair to everybody. And, you know, everybody's been asking, oh, Black Widow should get her own movie. Okay, that's cool. Her entire existence could, you know, her origin story is the one that we never got. So, so that that would probably work, but all the other characters that that Marvel has, you know, they're they're turning Human Torches black now as well. Um, yeah, that, that, that was a bit weird. Yeah, ult, Ultimate Spider Man is black as well now. Um, I just, I I don't know why exactly they're doing it, but that's my theory. Is they kind of, I, a lot of people I've noticed in in comments when I read these movie reviews from Marvel is. Especially like the Avengers movie, a lot of people complained that the female characters aren't getting enough screen time. Uh, how come there aren't any uh, other racial characters in, in the story? They're because all because there's no, they're not the focus of the story, and that's no, not the, it's, it's just, they're just saying that all the heroes have to be these macho American men who are. Spreading the American way to the whole world. The American way, my foot. <laughs> what are they talking about? Like this doesn't make sense. I mean, yeah, they're not getting enough screen time. Black Widow is, you're, you're, she's in a movie with all these characters. Iron Man, Captain America, Hulk. These are iconic characters. All right. It has nothing to do with race. It has nothing to do with gender. Um, or maybe, maybe it did back then. I mean, it very well could have been back then. I mean, those were different times. You know, it, back then when those characters came out, it could well have been, oh, what, really, a female superhero? No one's going to buy that. But, I mean, today, these characters are iconic characters. You know, there's Superman, there's Batman, there's 
uh, Spider-Man, there's Hulk, there's Iron Man. I mean, the freaking Green Arrow has his own series played by Stephen... Maybe a Pink Hulk eventually. <laughs> Please don't do that. Well, we've got Red Hulk. <laughs> don't, don't we've got do Red that. Hulk, Red Hulk, Grey Hulk, uh, Green Hulk, slightly darker Green Hulk. So we might have a Pink Hulk eventually. Well, all I know is that these characters are icons, and Black Widow is not an iconic character. Neither is Hawkeye, for that matter. Hawkeye, played by Jeremy Renner, ironically, he was a white guy, and he had pretty much, he had less screen time than Black Widow ever did in in the Avengers movie. I I mean, it has nothing to do with race or gender. That Black Widow and Hawkeye are not iconic characters in the way that the other characters are. And, you know, it, who cares? Like, all these people, oh, there aren't enough black people. There aren't enough women. Women aren't getting enough screen time. Cry me a river, you know? I mean, there's... Why, why does Marvel believe that the solution to this is to change the identity of the characters? I mean, you, if you want to do more diversity, if you want to have more kinds of people in there, sure, I'm all for it. But, you know, there are so many different ways to do that other than changing who the characters are. You know, you can add new characters. You can create new characters. You can create different places. And, you know, I mean, fine, they don't sell well. Well, you know, how about you put uh, Captain America or, or someone in this different world? You know, how about you put them in a world where there are more different characters and those characters have a chance to grow who says that they all have to be that way who says that you have to change who they are in order to make this point you know i mean that's just not a good idea and and people are people are people will always whine you know it doesn't matter who it it doesn't matter who it doesn't matter what you do people are always going to whine and people are always going to complain because people suck you know that's that's my philosophy people suck And, and so you know, I don't know, this just blows my, it just blows my mind. I, I'm confused and I'm frustrated by the fact that people just complain about everything. You know, a movie comes out, you have to go, I, do people go there with a clicker in their hands and like click and, and count the black people who show up in the movie? <laughs> like, do, do they just show up and count all the people that have vaginas against all the people who have penises? I mean, what the, what the heck? As I, like, what I said, that it feels like they're trying to jump on trends, but it's like, they, it's Marvel, they don't need to jump on trends. It's like their movies, take Guardians of the Galaxy, so it's oh made goodness. 500 million. It's like, you don't need to go jumping on trends, you don't I need swear, to be doing this. I swear, I swear, if they turn Rocket Raccoon into a female raccoon, I will throw something... <laughs> I will throw something. You never know oh. what will happen with him and a dog. <laughs> Maybe it's not even Marvel. Maybe this is a Disney decision. Oh, my oh, goodness. Guys, yeah, that's possible. Disney. Kind of, kind of a spoiler, but in the current Rocket Raccoon comics, Rocket's being chased by his ex-girlfriends. Nice. Moving right along. <laughs> I mean, lately there's been talk in Disney that they want to turn Princess Leila into one of the princesses that Disney has. <laughs> Which well, yeah, I don't. That's, that's Star. I mean, I, that doesn't. Supr- <laughs> that's it weird, but I'm not surprised. It should not happen. No, it should happen. Well, oh yeah, because you see Snow White, Cinderella, Princess Leia. It's, it's you know, it's a, a reasonable connection. Although technically, Leia, <laughs> Leia is a Disney princess now. Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. 
But you know what? DC's done the right thing. They they have a female version of each of their characters, so they're they're on the on the good side. (laughs) Yeah, you you really do not have to change the character. You can totally create a whole world around your existing characters. Well, Stanley isn't creating new characters anymore, so. They, they've lost their main creator. They're so stupid. Uh, Just said He literally created every character that Marvel has. Yeah, yeah. All um, of them. And now they can't come up with new ones? You gotta be kidding. Who was that? Who, who, Stan Lee. Stan Lee. What? Yeah. Well, Rob Liefeld made Deadpool. Deadpool. See, Deadpool is really likable. And you know what? I don't really have any idea whether this is a game or a movie, but I've been seeing these trailers... For a very realistic-looking Deadpool, and uh, that's the cancelled movie. It was cancelled. Well, it was it was talk of what to get Ryan Reynolds playing it, but nothing ever happened. But there's a trailer. Yeah, that was a uh, that was a uh, sort of you know a promotional trailer to try and sell it to Marvel to try and get the funds yeah. to do it. Oh, that's a shame because that that looks good because Deadpool. They I mean, said it was going ahead. Oh, oh was did? it? Oh, yeah, there good. was um the. Thing we opt- I I don't know I, I I need to find the article sort of thing but there was a the not the creator was it the creator or so they sent it to someone who was like yeah this is actually going to be going ahead now and um, oh, we just good. need to make sure because I don't know if it's going to be Ryan Reynolds in particular but he kind of fits what he done so uh but they they are definitely planning to go ahead just now now I'm worried that I mean, yeah now I'm worried. If Deadpool goes with the rest of their Marvel movies, like if it's part of the same universe, they'll have a problem. Yeah. Uh, that and, in my opinion, Deadpool you can't really do as a PG-13 movie. No. Uh, it has to be a rated R movie. And <laughs> Just sell it to someone else so Disney can't use it. <laughs> well, Disney has, has done some pretty... Risque movies in its time, but they've always been people. But not anymore. Hey, you know, you taking could... everything back now because they're not. Uh, they don't like violence in games. No, <laughs> sorry, quick, quick I'm question. better with that. We're at one twenty-four, an hour and twenty-four minutes, so we're gonna end soon. But I do have a quick question: What if they sold Deadpool to Sony? Because Sony Pictures owns Spider-Man, and look what they've been doing with him. The Amazing Spider-Man. I just watched the Amazing Spider-Man two lately. Awesome movie. I mean, it, if they can do that with Spider-Man, what do you think Sony Pictures could do with Deadpool? Probably make well, it pretty fantastic, to be honest. Yeah. They could, but, but the problem is it's never going to happen because they're waiting for that contract to expire and they'll take the license back. That's what they're doing with everything. I mean, they went and bought uh, Fantastic Four and Daredevil back from... When you, when you say the, they, who are you talking about? Uh, Marvel. Oh, okay. Or Disney at this point. Yeah, they, they, they literally went back and bought the licenses of Fantastic Four and Daredevil from, uh, I think it was 20th Century Fox that released those. Yeah, uh, they had the I think they, don't they, I thought they still had the license because of the new Fantastic Four movie. I, they, I know they got some a lot of the licenses back. Yeah. Uh, they're waiting for their contract to expire with... 20th Century Fox, so they can take X-Men back. And Spider-Man, they've already said they're not going to renew with Sony. So, as far as I know, the third movie is going to be the last Spider-Man movie that Sony Pictures releases. That's quite a shame, and I hope Sony doesn't let go of that without a fight. That's definitely one of Sony Pictures' biggest franchises right now. Um, 
<laughs> I, I'm I'm nervous about this because I don't like the fact that Disney owns all of these things. Um, <laughs> and, and let's be honest, Disney. I'm not going to say for a second that Disney doesn't know what it's doing, um, because Disney's been in the movie business for a long time. And you know, I'm not going to say that every movie that they create is is gold. Uh, that's just not true. But I mean, when you look at a movie like The Avengers. Um, you can you know that they know exactly what they're doing. Um, um, can I just say something about that though? No. No. Go ahead. <laughs> no. Um. But Disney owns Marvel, but Disney takes nothing to do with Marvel. They give them money. They let them do what they want. It's the same with Pixar because the person who technically owns Pixar basically hates Disney. I mean, but he got hired and they bought out Pixar and he's like, fine, but you leave Pixar alone. You can give us money, you will make us profits, but what we do is ours. That's the same with Marvel. Disney buys stuff and leaves it alone. Right, right. Um, well, I, I would still think that Disney has the final say in what comes out and what doesn't, though. My opinion. And I just don't see them going ahead with a uh, Deadpool movie that that's what should what Deadpool should be, in my opinion. I mean, if they wouldn't make Wolverine Raider R, then they're definitely not going to make Deadpool Raider. And if you've read any of Wolverine's comic books, they're one of the most violent comic books out there. So, but he's so nice and so happy and friendly, and you want to get a coffee, and then he cuts you through. I mean, <laughs> yeah, and he regularly talks about boobs and makes lewd jokes about his feces. So exactly. <laughs> that's not PG thirteen, right there. <laughs> no. In fact, I think he did that very, very, very quickly in his trailer. In the trailer, um, he was listening to, um, what's that Gwen Stefani song? A Hollaback Girl. Yeah, Hollaback Girl. Um, and I'm not going to go into what he was doing just because I don't want to. Um, but yeah, he's just full of poop jokes. So. That's our Deadpool. Um, guys, that's an hour and a half almost. So we're at 129. Dun, dun, dun. Like so we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode of the Racial Diversity Gaming Hour. Before we do that, though, um, my schedule, I, I'm actually the dude who edits and publishes podcasty stuff. Uh, and because my schedule's changing, I'm going to try to um, switch the day that RDGH and Unchained, for that matter, release. Um, we had been aiming for Wednesday <laughs> toward the end of my stay in Orlando for the summer. That didn't work out. We started releasing on Friday somehow. Um, but I, I'm going to start trying to get it out on Mondays. So that way you can have something to enjoy all week if you want to. Um, so, get rid of the Monday blues. Get rid of the Monday blues with some RDGH. Uh, Fraser, thanks for coming on. We need you on more often, man. Uh, hopefully I'm not going to be as injured. I hope you're not. That sounds like it sucks. I find out money, my Monday money, money? <laughs> Monday, <laughs> my what? results. Okay. I know. Where's my, where's money? I don't have money. Exactly. Um, but, uh, definitely. And, and we want you to be our PC guy. You, you need to bring us some PC stuff to talk oh, we, about. We never did have that PC rant about indies. Oh, PC no, rant about no, indies? no, no. Oh, but I wanted to really no. show my support for that, that bird assassin game. <laughs> <laughs> you brought it up, so make it quick. 
Well, I, I want I want to know more about so the, the so um, before we, just for some background before we started recording, Fraser brought up some indie games that he thought were not very good, and he's listing them. And as he's listing them, Ben's like, "Love it, ten out of ten, day one." Um, of what what were these games, Fraser? Um, well, basically, some people who pay attention to Steam they have. Well, there's been not much released over summer, except from the few odds and dribbles, and mostly indie games. Now, I have nothing against indie games, but usually it's like there's a quite a lot of them, and then you find Diamond at the bottom. But we have what such things called Bird Assassin. Sounds we have such things. <laughs> we have Toast Time. Sounds amazing. Dance Wall Remix. Oh, that sounds pretty good. It sounds See, like now, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna you know, swing in my voice now. Train Town. Amazing. <laughs> it Strange wasn't trouble. It wasn't amazing at first. No, it wasn't amazing no. at first until he told me what it was. No. And I was like, "What are you talking?" Bird Assassin. He loved Train Town. Was down the crapper, and I was like, "What the heck are you doing?" Well, Bird Assassin sounds like it's an assassin, a bird dressed as a ninja, flying around <laughs> with shurikens. Throwing them with his little wings. You see, we also have Boo Bunny Plague coming up too. What? <laughs> Boo what? Bunny Plague. Yep. What? Boo Bunny Plague. That, that sounds weird. You have to. You, I want to buy all these games now. You don't understand. To to get Ben's attention, you have to make it Bunny Simulator. Yeah. If it was Bunny Simulator, that I would buy that. Yeah. A bunny simulator. Well, you bounce around the field and eat stuff. If you want to live a bunny's life. It's just a little work of mine. I mean, I'm all for indies and more games, but it's like we have Destiny, we had Last of Us, but and we had Metro, but apart from that, this summer's felt pretty bare. Right. And then it's like, right, oh, indies fill the, the gaps. It's just like, yeah, but there's indies and then there's actual good indies. What about Mountain Simulator, where you play a mountain? That's it, I know. <laughs> what? Yeah, you play a mountain in space and you can watch stuff grow on you. What? Why would that be a game? It is a game. It, I think it's, it's, I think it's 39 cents or something like that. And you, you, you play, it's in early access. Do they take imaginary money? Because about, that's about <laughs> all I give them. <laughs> but, well, there's Rock Simulator, where you play a rock. Oh, come on. There's a wave simulator where you can watch waves. There's a simulator simulator where you can watch... That waves. game better have the greatest water physics in Greenwich. Exactly. You can also play simulator simulator where you're in a room where you sit down in front of a computer watching a simulator. When I was little, I played flight simulator. I had a joystick and I would play flight simulator and fly planes. Yeah. Well, yes, well, it you actually play... helps you learn how to fly a plane, though. Yeah. yeah, but now this, you can be a mountain and watch stuff grow on you. Ooh. <laughs> and, and watch, <laughs> this is the bird's chair. Quick, this is a tree. Get it off. <laughs> Get it off. That's what I want to be when I grow up. Mountain. You want to be a mountain. Mount, <laughs> Mount, Mount Bagdasarov. You can be... Oh, they're called the Believing Gary Mountain. The Believing Gary Mountain. <laughs> Um, so every time you load the game up, the the mountain is randomly generated. You don't always get the same mountain. So what is, um, what is it? No man's mountain. <laughs> um, that's it for episode thirty-one, guys. Um, stay tuned after the ending music. If you 
are not a Marvel comic fan or already know what's going to happen when Thor gets his gender-bending whatever the heck it is. That's um, what happens. He hits himself with a hammer and then loses his magic. <laughs> so that's what happens when he hits himself. Just bam. Okay, done. Um, stay tuned after that. Ben has some spoilers for you. Um, after, other than that, guys, if I can find my tongue, um, that's it for this episode. Ben, how can people contact you? Hey, contact me at chili underscore UK on Twitter or ben.chilabethall at psu.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, re- I've recently reached 500 followers, so yay, everyone, thank you. Dang, I don't know how many I have. Um, so yeah, that, that's how you can contact me. And how about you, Gary? Uh, you can contact me on Twitter at gaglaush, that's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H, or email me at gary, that's G-A-R-R-I, at psu.com. Okay, and Frazier? It's been a while. It's been a while. How can people contact you? If anyone wants to come and say hi to Twitter, it's Fraz101, that's three Zeds, plus 101. And my email is fraser.miller at psu.com. And don't forget to check out his YouTube channel, Smash Gaming 999 Two new series have actually just went up. Two new what? Two new shows. Oh, sweet. I have Transistor and Sins of Soul Empire, if anyone's interested. So go check them out, Smash Gaming 999 uh, which, by the way, is 666, but upside down. Uh, just thought oh, har, har, har. Just thought I'd point that out. Um, I, found, <laughs> I found out that I have 104 followers, so that's cool. Um, if you want to contact me, I am on Twitter at goglen underscore, at G-O-G-L-E-N-N underscore. Or you can email me at glenn.gordon at psu.com. What were you saying, Gary? Nothing. Oh, okay then. In that case, stay tuned next week for episode 32. Hoping to get that out on Monday. Um, Schedule providing. (laughs) So until then, guys, we wish you a great week, great game. Stay tuned after the ending music. Believe in Gary. Check out Fraser's channel. And most of all, don't be a racist. Gender daddy. What society thinks I should be. But that ain't me. That ain't me. It's not who I'm supposed to be. This is me, and this is my daddy. Okay, gamers, episode 31, we just finished recording it, and uh, Ben has some stuff to say. Remember, if you are not all about Marvel spoilers right now, you may want to stop the podcast right here because some Marvel spoilers are coming. Um, Ready, Ben? Ready. All right. What, Pre- what is it? What's up? Pretty much in the current series of Marvel, there's uh, 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 what's a sort of story arc called the Death of the Beyond, well, Death of Uta, where the Eye of Uta has gone to basically an Eye of one of the Eternals. He got somehow an Eternal got killed, and the comic series called the Original Sin, where we're finding a sort of like he's a watcher, basically a, uni- a beings that literally watch the universe. They're not supposed to interact. Um, and they watch, every, they see everything, literally, they see every one of your sins. Uh, anyway, someone had killed him, and now everyone's having flashbacks about their sins that they've committed that, you know, no one's ever known about. Like the fact that Deadpool has a child, a daughter. What? And that uh, Nick Fury has been a clone all this time. Um, uh, the real Nick Fury's been using clones to keep himself alive. 
he's actually a really an old man um, and stuff like that. And anyway, they found we don't know exactly about four because that's been actually off panel. But basically, four saw basically had the same effect happen to on him. And then suddenly it was about to attack the guy that was, you know, the villain, and he dropped his hammer and he couldn't pick it up again. <laughs> so, yeah, something about his past, about this woman, is why he can't use the hammer anymore. It's so, un- it all feels so unnecessary. Maybe, maybe it'll be temporary. Maybe he'll learn, maybe he'll find his power again and be able to pick up his hammer. And maybe oh. there will be two fours. He just needs to smack himself in the chest. It affects his own. That's true. And also, four isn't the only one who is actually picked up, can pick up his hammer. Captain America himself has also used it before. Really? Yeah, Captain America can, can use four's hammer. Well, that's a little... Oh, well, yeah, because he's... Okay, yeah, because of the mystical properties, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, the only person who can lift the Thor's hammer yeah. was just straight up brute force is the Hulk. He's done yeah, it before. Yeah. Uh, but for, uh, Captain America can do it because the, one of the mystic properties is the one who has to be has to be proven worthy and have, has to be pure of heart. Well, Captain America can still be pure of heart because of patriotism. What's up with so the pure of heart stuff? Now I'm I'm suddenly reminded of Dragon Ball, the original <laughs> one, where Go, where where Kid Goku. Can't, um, no one can write his cloud but him because they're not pure yeah. of heart. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Well, pure intent, I think, more than anything. It's just easier to call it pure of heart. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's why that happened. Um, and same with uh, Iron Man. He's, the same thing happened to him and all that lot. To be mm-hmm. honest, I'm more wondering what, how, the, what, how a watcher gets killed. That is, I can't wait till next month, well, this month to find out how the Watcher died. I mean, he's the damn Watcher. How, how can you kill an internal being? It's internal. I don't know. People are weird. Um, so, yeah. Marvel is weird. Marvel's I don't get weird. the universe at all. I can't, I can't understand it. Yeah. yeah. Also, Nothing Deadpool's makes... kids, is, 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 is she, she's a little girl. Um, and she has no superpowers herself. She, she, basically, what happened was Deadpool got someone pregnant and then he was told she had an abortion, I know, quite deep for an actual comic book. And then he le- he just sort of left because he felt disappointed that she got rid of his kid. And, but actually, she got captured and the kid got taken away and put under care. So she didn't actually ever meet Deadpool until now because of the original Sin comic. I don't like it at all. Um... <laughs> But anyway, guys, uh, thanks for listening. Again, tune in to RDGH32 next week. And I have said it before, but I will say it again. Whatever you do, don't be a racist. <laughs>